0: This is the Misfit Vegan Podcast, episode 37. So, I was thinking about sharing some things that I regret. I think it's important to hold on. I'm just going to shut off the light. I think it's important to reflect on the things that you really regret so that you learn what you're supposed to learn from those things. So I would love to encourage you to write a list of all the things that you regret and the lessons that you can learn from those things. I think it's really important because if you learn then it wasn't in vain it wasn't it wasn't a waste it wasn't you didn't waste your time and waste your energy and all those things so I recommend it but if you don't take the time to reflect if you don't learn anything then you'll just keep making the same mistake over and over and over and expecting a different result like How many things in your life can you think of that you're doing that with right now? You're just like doing the exact same thing over and over and expecting a different outcome. And it's never going to be different. The only thing that's gonna happen one day it says you're not going to wake up. Like I used to be a big time hypochondriac and I have sometimes I still am and um like for example the other day like last week um I was trying to be cute and eat fruit in a hammock and I fell out. And it was really, it was really funny, I'm sure, to whomever was witnessing this. Sadly, I didn't get it on camera, but um, it hurt real bad. And I have like the biggest black and blue on my upper thigh. And um, after like a week, I asked my roommate, Sorry, it's really late. I asked my roommate, I was like, um, the black and blue is getting worse. Is this okay? And she was like, um, I don't know, Jeanette, it looks really bad. And I was like, what? Like, don't, why, why, do you, why are you saying that? Like, am I going to die? And then she likes to say, uh, yes, you're going to die, and you are dying, like, every single day, every." single day guys you are dying you're not you're not getting extra time here okay like time is finite i i hope you understand that you're you're dying like you're getting one day closer to dying and i don't know why but i'm obsessed with this concept i once went to a amazing amazing workshop. I used to go to a lot of different events and things, and um, I mean, it started with um, going to the Woodstock Fruit Festival in 2017. I wanted to go since 2011, but my boyfriend wouldn't let me, and sometimes I, I get scared that he's listening, but I can't live in fear anymore so anyway um my boyfriend wouldn't let me and I don't know what kind of spell I was under um but I had this like belief system that if your significant other didn't want you to do something that you couldn't do it and now looking back I understand I totally understand now like with reflection like they say hindsight is 2020 I wasn't looking for a boyfriend or a significant other I was looking for a father you know and I feel like so many people that grow up without a father whether their father abandoned them, or whether their father just was not there for them emotionally, um, not like not supporting them, not being a good father, then um, we seek that out in our partner. And that's what I wanted and that's what I needed. And I definitely got that. I definitely got someone extremely controlling and i'm not saying every father's like this obviously there's really good men out there um but i um i never saw an example of that and um so i (sighs) sorry i had this belief that like um the father that i needed in my life was like i guess very controlling I'm not quite exactly sure why I was attracted to someone like that. Um, And then why I allowed it for so long in my life. But basically, I was not allowed to do anything or go anywhere. And there were so many red flags, guys. (sighs) This is one of my regrets, okay? So like that's what this episode is about. So one of my biggest regrets is just letting the red flags be completely ignored and just pushing them away like shoving them down pretending they didn't exist and one of the biggest red flags in the early part of my relationship like my only relationship um was about so we were friends for about six months okay um, because it takes me a really long time to, like, trust someone, and so we were friends for about six months, and then we started dating, and then, um, I think it was, it was very shortly after, (sighs) I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, okay, so it was very shortly after, and, um, I remember I told him that I really, really, really wanted to go to the Hippocrates Center um here in Florida um, I just wanted to go for like a week or a weekend just to see what it was about and just to just to go there, you know, and I just love to learn more about health and and you know they did like all these different types of the cleansing and colonics and i i just wanted to go i'm a big and wigmore victorius klevinskis um fan i went to meet him and anyway um just experience the center and he told me that if i went that we were over like we had just started dating and like he um and guys you have to understand you have to remember that this is the first guy that I ever slept with, ever. Okay, I've kissed a few guys in my life, but this was the first man that I, I was ever with. Um, And so that was like, what? Wait, I thought that, like I thought that we were in love and, and um, it was like, I don't know i guess i thought i was special i thought our relationship was special and then when he said that i was like i was kind of like very shocked because i was never asking him to go with me i mean he clearly didn't want to go and that's fine i i can go by myself but he said i was not allowed to go and um yeah that was kind of the first red flag and there were so many more so many more i remember that um i don't want to make this whole episode about him but i just want to share what's i'm what i'm thinking about um i I remember another red flag was when we were on the subway one day um we were coming home from work on the subway And, um, well, backstory, guys, you need to know every single day on the subway, my boyfriend used to, we used to get on the subway and he used to yell, like he used to do speeches for people. And I thought it was amazing. Honestly, I mean, I wasn't embarrassed at all. He would talk about, he would tell people about like flat earth and, veganism. He would talk about the animals a lot and, um, you know, talk about the feds and nine 11 and all the, the stuff, all the, you know, the truth, uh, truthers talk, right. The conspiracies and, um, not that veganism is a conspiracy, but you know what I mean? And so I thought it was dope. And, uh, he talked a lot about Obama and, um, like, just like, how fucked up society is and he just was always trying to wake people up which i really admired for sure and then one day we were coming home from work on the subway and he wasn't talking Uh, he was just chilling we were just chilling on the subway and i had just read i was in the middle of reading arnold eric's the mucusless diet healing system so this was about 2012 I think. So shortly after we got together. Um so 2012 and um I remember being so excited and like just so um just learning so much and just really I guess just excited. I get really loud I guess when I get excited. And um very passionate and um so long story short is that sorry i thought i was knocking on my door anyway um i was reading uh, i was reading what like a part that i wanted to ask him about that um was like amazing to me and i just wanted to share it and i remember he was like shh why are you so loud um and i was like like he said it like really loud in front of everyone on the subway and i don't get embarrassed too easily but i was like it really embarrassed me because i just i didn't think i was that loud i didn't know and also um i was so i was kind of confused because he's always yelling he was always yelling on the subway so like it didn't seem like i wasn't yelling for sure and um now looking back i just cannot believe and these are just two little things right like in the beginning of our relationship like obviously it got a lot a lot worse these were like the very beginning things that i remember um the way you know he said these things it's not what you say guys it's the way you say it because i mean there's a way to say stuff like um hey boo you're a little loud you know like you could just like gently tell someone something you don't have to embarrass them or be an asshole you know i remember walking down the street with him like, later on in our relationship, and he would be, like, yelling at me so bad, like, every day, and, um, I remember thinking to myself, like, this is not what I'm, this is not what I deserve, this is not real life, I cannot believe that I'm with someone that's yelling at me like this, but I never knew that I had the option to leave the relationship because i'm i'm a really like loyal person once i know someone and i I love them and um i wasn't he was living with me so i wasn't gonna like kick him out you know he was not gonna have anywhere to go and um also like i mean (laughs) it's complicated guys I just only wanted to be with one person and I'm not religious at all, at all. I mean, I believe in fruit. I believe in, I believe in watermelon and nature and um, and like David Goggins, but that's it, you know, I'm not religious. And so, um, sorry, somebody was texting me. Okay, so um, that's not the reason. I don't think there's anything wrong. If you want to sleep with a thousand guys, do you, boo? You're, You're not doing nothing that I should be concerned about. You know, that's you. That's your body. That's your choice. Like 100%, you need to be living your life and making your choices. But me, I guess because I just don't trust people, I guess because I just it takes a lot for me to trust you, especially if you're a man. Um, Like I kind of like gave my heart and my body to someone. And so I was very loyal to them. And I didn't want to start over. Like I didn't want to. Dating is like the worst nightmare ever. And I have to do it (laughs) because I want to. I mean, I don't really want to. I just want to. um, I just want to date one person. I don't want to have to go on like multiple dates with multiple people. It's so scary to think about. But I want to put myself out there. And I'm going to. I am. In fact, I am. And um, long story short is that I just. (sighs) Okay, I got to end this episode. It's way too long. And I keep yawning. But I just wanted, um, I wanted that one, I just wanted to be with one person. And it didn't work out, and I felt like a failure because I felt like it was my fault that it wasn't working out. Like I wasn't perfect. He kept yelling at me and telling me that it was my fault, so I thought it was. And now I see that I didn't do anything wrong except not. Express my boundaries. Okay, remember guys, it takes two fucking people to be in a toxic relationship. If you are in one now, you are 50% responsible for that relationship and 100% responsible for all of your choices and your decision to stay in that relationship. It is not my ex-boyfriend's fault that I was in that relationship. It was my fault, okay? It was my fault. And all the fucking little red flags, okay, in the beginning, I ignored them. So now, what I do is, what I have is, I have a list, I have three, Lists. You know what? I'm going to pull them up. Fuck it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. This episode was supposed to be about my regrets, but you know what? We're going to talk about my number one regret, which is this fucking relationship. It did change my life, though. Okay. So I don't want you guys to think that um, it wasn't for a reason because guess what? He made me, he opened my eyes to the, he opened my eyes to the vegan diet and the raw food lifestyle. Because when I met him, I was vegetarian. I thought fish didn't have feelings. I didn't fucking know where my milk came from. I didn't know anything. And so, yeah, this was the first vegan I ever met. And, um, I was just like obsessed because I just couldn't believe that, I could meet someone else that was like also vegan and it's not a diet guys it's a way it's a feeling in your heart, okay but anyway, let's move on. Um, so I have three lists that I highly recommend you guys write. If you are single and you would like to attract the like the ideal partner, okay, I was gonna say perfect, but n- there's no such thing. a perfect partner that doesn't exist you are not perfect they're not going to be perfect but you guys can be perfect for each other okay but nothing's going to be perfect ever so the most ideal partner which there are so many okay like if we're going to talk about soulmates guys please understand that you have hundreds if not thousands of soulmates okay so if you thought if you're like me and you thought that you found your soulmate and you are with them please understand that they are not your soulmate and, and, or else it would have worked out. And they are also not your only soulmate. You have so many. So I have three lists. The first list is my musts. Okay, so musts. I'll read you a few, but there are, and I spoke about this on Fruity Fridays, um, there are 46 items on this fucking list. It is so funny. And I just keep adding to it. I love it. Um, The second category um, is would be cool. And then the third is red flags, non-negotiables. Okay. So I think personally, it's really important to have this, especially when you are starting to um, go on dates and starting to entertain the thought again of meeting someone because after you break up i mean statistics show that once if you are married which i wasn't but he wanted to get married but i kept saying no thank god thank god because i never wanted to be married but um yeah he asked me to get married literally like <laughs> this is crazy literally the the like second after we slept together for the first time i remember he like asked me to marry him i thought he was joking and he wasn't but um yeah i said no for six years almost seven years um because i just think it is really dumb to include the state in your life in more ways than you have to okay and also i really want the I just want a life where if I don't want to be with someone, then I don't have to be with them anymore. And I obviously didn't do that with my ex. But in a way, I did want to be with him still because I just wanted to make it work. Like I said, I really just wanted to make it work. I tried really, really hard, but I couldn't. Um, And I felt like a failure. But anyway, they say statistically that um, when women get divorced, When men get divorced, it takes them three years to get remarried. And when women get divorced, statistics show, guys, that it takes women nine years to get married again. Oh, my fucking God. That is insane. That just goes to show you how traumatizing it is to break up with someone and get divorced. So let's read some of my musts okay because I know you guys want to know um number one my number one must okay if I ever do um if I ever do like decide that I'm gonna be with someone ever again I'm sorry but these things are really important to me number one they have to be vegan for the animals they have to be vegan for the animals. Is that's, that's a must. That's not even a question because, guys, I see it like this, okay? If you are a serial killer, I'm not going to entertain the thought of being your friend, let alone sleeping with you. Um, I, I feel the same way about people that eat dead animal body parts. I don't believe in it. I guess my religion is veganism because... I truly don't believe in it, and it scares me. Like, And, and I know that if you're, if you're listening to this and you, you are still eating dead animal body parts, I understand that you're not the person that's killing the animal, but you are technically the person that is paying for it to be done. And to me, there's, it's the same thing as being a serial killer. I'm sorry. I wouldn't date you if you killed my mom. I'm not going to date you if you kill an innocent pig. You understand what I'm saying? Or an innocent cow or an innocent chicken. Um, I see it as the same thing. I know that sounds really crazy to a lot of people, but it's something I cannot accept. Ever. Ever. I won't accept it. Number two, um, they have to be very goal-oriented and working on their own goals. Like, working on their goals because I cannot relate to people that are not doing that. Um, I'm not going to read these all. Let me see if there's a funny one. Hold on. There's a lot. Oh, yeah, there's some good ones, but they're embarrassing. Um, Yeah, okay. It's a little too personal. Let's see. Um, Um... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, this is really important, guys. Okay, number 37. (laughs) Likes to be warm. Okay, this is so key, and Awa put me onto this because she was married for 10 years, okay, guys? And this was the number one thing that really was, they were not compatible, and it was such a um, source of... It was just so difficult for Awa to live with him and be married to her husband because he liked the temperature to be very cold in the house, okay? And so I like to be warm. I like to keep my house between 76 and 79 degrees. 76 at night, 79 during the day. And, you know, give or take, right? Like if it's really hot outside, yes, I will put the AC on, of course. It's Florida like the ac usually is on most of the day but it's on at like 77 78 79 okay to me that's perfect i'm not hot at all um at night yeah a little cooler because it helps me sleep um so like 74 is the like the lowest we've ever put it at Because other, slower than that is just like, why don't I just move to Antarctica? You know what I'm saying? Like I moved to Florida because I never want to be cold again. And I can't even tell you the last time I was cold. And I'm so grateful and so blessed. And um, yeah, there's a lot on this list. (laughs) It's a funny list, guys, because I'm a funny girl. Okay, next. (laughs) Would be cool. Okay, so these are things that don't matter. They're not like musts, so I highly recommend you guys write this list, seriously. And you look at it, and you can start to manifest this person just by looking at this list. And I truly am. I know that I'm manifesting this person in my life. Would be cool. So I wrote, has a big family, and really loves his family. It's not like necessary. It would just be cool, because I never had a family. And so I think it would be really cool to know someone that does have a big family and likes their family and whatever um you know there's a lot understands addiction would be cool that would be cool because you know it's just nice to be understood they i'm not saying they have to be someone who is like a former addict or anything but like just understands the mentality of being someone with a addictive personality um Yeah, there's some funny ones on here, too. I don't need to share all these. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Loves to host Fruit Lux. I can't. I can't. Um, Yeah, okay. And then Red Flags Non-Negotiables. These are really probably the most important, guys. If you are gonna just keep going from relationship to relationship with the same type of person. You're just gonna get the same exact results. Please do me a favor and write your lists and please start to understand that for things to change in your life, you need to change. It's not gonna change on its own. I always say this, that the future, the future is not a place you're gonna go. The future is a place that you're gonna create by the actions you take every single day. And if you don't start standing up for yourself and getting the toxic people out of your life, it's not going to end good. It never ends good. Okay, you're going to you're going to live with so much regret and so much wasted time. You know, the reason I didn't <sighs> The reason I didn't start my social media and my YouTube sooner is because I wasn't allowed to. Like, I had to wait. I waited until we broke up in 2017. And that is when I started everything. And um, I wasted so much of my life. I truly regret it. Because I just think to myself like how how much further along I could have been and how many people I could have maybe inspired to go vegan by now. And I'm working really hard every day to... (sighs) Sorry, to make up for that lost time. For like 32 years of lost time. Anyway, some red flags are non-negotiables. Drinks, alcohol, that is just like so disgusting to me and if you drink alcohol then do you boo you're not hurting anyone besides yourself so I don't mind you know I wish you would not do that but I can't stop you and I don't have the right to stop you as long as you're not hurting anyone else I don't care what you do if you want to eat vegan fast food every day that's on you boo I'm gonna love you I'm gonna love you no matter what if you're vegan you're in my circle of love I love you. I send you love. If you're not vegan, that's a problem, okay? (laughs) So please get your shit together. It's just like 2022. Please get your shit together. Um, Number two is smokes weed every day. And you know, I wrote this. My ex did smoke weed every single day. And I do have friends that smoke. Um, And I don't think it's particularly like the worst thing you could do. I don't do it um because i just every single thing i put into my body i'm super like happy with and proud of and it's healthy and it's life giving and it's health promoting but if you want to smoke weed what nothing wrong with it i don't see anything wrong with it um and uh yeah i don't mind it but um, my ideal partner is not going to smoke every single day maybe once in a while but which is something i would like to do also but i just haven't because i'm super like i don't know i'm super like paranoid um and i just want to i don't know i don't want to chill i want to be productive and i'm i'm thinking like if i smoke weed i'll I'll chill and i won't be as productive but i did have an edible by the way and that was quite an experience i kind of want to talk about it but I kind of, I don't know. I'm feeling like embarrassed now. Like people are listening to our podcast. And so maybe I'll talk about it. But yeah, that was an amazing experience. Um, And I know the person that gave me the edibles listening. But I won't say their name. But anyway, number three is condescending. If you are condescending to me... (laughs) There is no, there is zero chance that you will stay in my life, boo boo, zero. Um, yeah, there's so many things on this list. Actually, there is 24. Okay, 24 things on the list, and you know, every time I meet someone, um, I put. Every time I meet someone, and I either like something about them or I don't like something about them. Whether this is a friend, a coworker, a stranger, okay. If there's something I do really like or I don't, I'll go to this list and I'll put it on the list, like, um, like, okay, so um, let me think of an example, uh, like, okay, number nineteen is watches the news, like I cannot be with somebody that watches the news, I'm sorry, and like I don't, I wrote that I guess because. Um, it's possible that I met someone and they were like, oh, you didn't hear, how could you not know what's going on? Like, uh, fuck you. I don't, I don't want to know what's going on. Like Darren Hardy once put me on to the fact that we are all here to, um, obviously become our greatest version and to work on ourselves and work on our craft and work on what we're here to do like some people are here to save the whale whales and that's what they do and that's all that's what their focus is and that's what they need to be focused on and studying and getting better at and 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 learning about and so like it doesn't it's not productive or conducive to their goal if they're trying to save whales they shouldn't really be studying lebron james's stats you know what i'm trying to say like they shouldn't be there. They don't need to know that Prince died. Like I remember Darren Hardy saying this, that he went to a party and everyone was like, Oh my God, Prince died. And Darren Hardy did not know. He was the only person that didn't know. And he was like, because he was too busy focused on his goals, you know, like creating his course and, and, and working with clients and like working on his shit. I really have to go, sorry. It's really late, Um, and I can't stop yawning. So what is the point of this episode? It's unlistenable. But um, yeah, so there's a lot of things on this list that I wrote down because I remembered like in the past or, I don't know, just like people have done. And um, I think it's really important and amazing. And this list... It seems like obvious, right? Like (laughs) when I look at this list, I'm just like, yeah, of course. But then most of these things on this list is what my ex-boyfriend did to me, okay? Like I truly cannot believe that I was with someone that made me feel really, really dumb and stupid and insecure and just like a child. Like, he used to call me a child all the time. And, yeah, it is true. It is true that I am a child. Yeah, for sure. But guess what? That's one of my best qualities, guys. That's one of my best fucking qualities. I'll never grow up. I'll never become old. Probably not physically or mentally. Okay? Um, because when you think old, you become old. And so... um, yeah i'm a child sometimes i like to i like to like jump on the bed and i like to dance whenever i want I like to put on my headphones and and dance to music at random times during the day and i get really really excited when you know like i get a package from sherry what's up sherry boo um or like you know somebody gives me like fruit or like a watermelon accessory like oh my gosh i get so excited you have no idea but like What's wrong with that? Like, what's wrong? Like, I get excited for, like, little, the stupidest little things. Like, there was a tree the other day that I saw that was so fucking gorgeous. I just had to, like, take videos and photos of this tree. And I was just so blown away by its beauty and magnificence. And um, I was with Awa. And Awa, okay, she never makes fun of me for anything. So she was like, oh my God, you're right, it is gorgeous. You know, it was, it's just like so important, guys, to surround yourself with people that celebrate you. You need to go where you are celebrated, not where you are tolerated. You need to go where you are celebrated, not where you are tolerated. If you are just being tolerated by your friends and family and your, your coworkers and your boss, You got the wrong fucking people around you. You got the wrong fucking job. You need to be celebrated. Okay, I remember my old job, Juice Press and Organic Avenue and every job I've ever worked, really. Because I only have worked jobs that I loved, truly. And so I was always celebrated at these jobs. Like I always moved up so easily and I always um, got raises very easily. And my bosses always loved me. They always loved me. Why? Why? I mean, like, hello, look at me. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Dude, I just told you why. Because I'm passionate about everything I do. I'm passionate, especially for the last 10 years. I'm so passionate about inspiring people to go vegan and change their life and eat more fruit so they could be more cute. And I'm falling asleep, guys. This is so silly. Why am I doing this podcast when I can barely open my eyes? This is so stupid. (laughs) All right, I'm gonna go to sleep now. I don't think this is a good episode, but I'm gonna keep it up anyway because fuck it. I don't care. Oh my god, 40 minutes. No way. No fucking way. I'm deleting this episode. That is horrific. Okay, thank you for listening. This is clearly the longest episode so far. And I just wanna say thank you again for all the amazing messages that so many people have sent me about this podcast. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. And um, I just thank you for listening. And if you get anything out of this episode, I want you to know that you deserve to be celebrated, truly. If you're being a nice, kind person, if you're giving love to people, if you're just being yourself and you're not hurting anyone and you're not being nasty or condescending or mean or, or anything but nice to other people, You don't deserve to be judged and tolerated. You, you deserve to be celebrated. I love you. I'll talk to you soon. Bye, boo.